Hey besties, it's Jackie here. Welcome to my podcast or welcome back to my podcast. I just want to start off by saying happy Halloween. Um, Today I decided to get a little spooky with y'all. I felt it's appropriate for today. Um, We are going to be talking about my paranormal experiences um, throughout my life so far. Some of these are a little spooky, but most of them are lighthearted. So if you do get scared easily, these shouldn't scare you. At least most of them shouldn't. Um, There are a few spooky ones in there. Um, But yeah, I've shared most of these stories on my TikTok already. So if you guys have seen that, I apologize. But yeah, I thought this would be fun. Let's get right on into it. So growing up, I was introduced to the paranormal at a very young age because um, one of my parents' friends were obsessed with the paranormal. They had motion cameras all over their property. And so anytime like the cameras would catch some kind of motion, it would take a picture. They're not really friends anymore, per se, so I unfortunately can't show you guys those pictures, and it was a very long time ago, but I wish I had them because they caught some really amazing pictures of the paranormal. Um, But yeah, growing up, I was obsessed with the paranormal and I think that that is what sparked a lot of these experiences because a lot of the times more spirits will come to you if they know that they can act that you'd actually believe that they're there um people that just write off like oh it was just the wind a lot of the times spirits aren't going to come to you Um, to try and talk because they know you're not going to like listen to them anyways. So I think that that is part of the reason why I have quite a bit of stories to tell, Um, especially growing up. Not so much anymore um, because the cutoff is about like nine years old when you stop seeing spirits. Um as vividly as children do Um, just because if you guys didn't know this is totally off topic but a lot of the times the reason why adults don't see entities a lot as much as children do is because of the fact that children don't understand what's real and isn't at young ages so they they assume everything is real real to everyone else you know they see someone and they're like oh that person exists but like adults they block that kind of stuff out of their mind because to them oh it was just the wind like ghosts don't exist like the disbelief ruins it once you grow up um so a lot of the times around like nine years old you stop having faith in 
things that you can't really see or explain, um, which is why I think imaginary friends are so intriguing to me because it's like, is it just the kid playing, like making up someone or does the kid actually, actually see someone that we don't? I think that in itself is so creepy when you think about it like that. Um, so with that being said, let's get into the stories. So the first ever story I have, um, I don't remember it because I was about three years old, but my mom tells me this all the time. So growing up, this story is called Grandma at Thanksgiving. I named all these stories, so yeah. So that year, my grandma passed away. Her and I were really close um, before she died. She would stay in my room um, because really close to the end of her life, she she couldn't, you know, she couldn't do a lot of the things that young people can do. So we, she moved in with us and she stayed in my room. So her and I were super close growing up. And so she died around when I was like three. And it was earlier that year, but Thanksgiving is my grandma's favorite holiday. And so my mom that year, because everyone was like kind of in a bad mood for Thanksgiving, she wanted to make it extremely special. So she went all out that year at Thanksgiving. And I was playing in our play area room and my mom says dinner's ready and I come running and my cheeks are just like the reddest kind of red that cheeks can be which was odd because I wasn't like outside running around and whatnot so my mom was like Jacqueline why are your cheeks so red and at three years old I don't understand death yet you know and out of nowhere like on cue after she asks me that I just say oh grandma was pinching my cheeks and like everyone in the room fell silent and they just like the stress of the holidays kind of simmered because they were like she's here you know she's here with us and so that was the first ever experience that I've had. Um, I'm not going to mention like the little, little things like here and there. I've had like ghosts pop into my dreams. Um, like there was this one time my grandma actually popped into one of my dreams um, and was like talking to me and stuff. But I'm just because those are so faint that I don't in entirely remember those but I do have certain experiences like that as well the second story is called red glowing eyes now the story itself I mean it is spooky but it's the learning more about what actually happened later on in life that was the most scariest part um so it was my brother's birthday. I don't remember how old he was, but 
he had some friends over and they were watching a scary movie and our blinds were closed at this time I believe and for some freaking reason they wanted the blinds open but they were too scared to open the blinds because it was like late at night and so they made me do it and so I opened the blinds and peering back at me were two red glowing eyes eye level to me which is weird because that window um like right under that window the ground dips a little bit our house was on like a hill so that window you had to easily be like six six foot plus in order to be eye level to me looking through that window um some people say that it could have been a bat which it could have been but bats weren't really local where we were you know I mean possibly we've never even seen bats really where I lived so it could have been but also at the same time really unlikely but we see the red eyes I scream close the blinds we shut off the television and bolt out of the room it was so freaking scary but that wasn't the scary part. A few years later, I when I was in like my biggest spiritual phase ever, I went to the library and I found this book. It was like, I can't find it now, which is so irritating to me. But it was like top 10 most haunted stories or whatnot. Um, like it was like a places, stories, and, like, things book, you know, and one of the stories in there was of this college student who lived in a two-story house, and she went upstairs, it was late at night, and she wanted to open up her window, and so she went to the window, like I did, she opened her blinds, and there were two red eyes, eye level to her, um, so, yeah, I don't know what it was. She couldn't explain it either. But apparently it was something very evil. So, next. <laughs> the next story is kind of similar to the last one. It's called The Man in Black. So, I'm going to say latchkey. But for those of you guys that aren't, I mean, it's funny. <laughs> I'm not old by any means, but, like, anyone younger than me is going to not know what Latchkey is, but Lat Boys and Girls Club was Latchkey back in the day. <laughs> back in the day, guys. Uh, but Latchkey was on my school, but there was, like, a little hill to get that you had to, like, go over to get to the building, and facing the hill was this little window. And so it was like really early in the morning. I was walking by myself to Latchkey. And I'm like walking up the hill and there's this little boy that runs past me. The little boy is dressed in like 
old time clothes, you know, like a button up and like overalls, not overalls, like suspenders and like khaki, like shorts. Um, and his hair is like kind of combed to the side, um, with like gel and whatnot. And he was like blonde. Um, I still remember, like, I can still picture him to this day. But he was running past, and he got to the top of the hill, and he looked back at me, and then kept running. And so I made it over the, I made it to the top of the hill at the time that he hit the bottom. And he stopped, like, really freaking fast, looked up to the window, looked back at me with the most terrified face on. I was so confused. So I look up at the window and I see this man just in, like this shadow figure. Um, it looked like he was wearing like a trench, a black trench coat with a really big black brimmed hat. Um, anyone who knows anything about the paranormal kind of knows where I'm going with this. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, the spirits, the guy smiles and I look back at the kid who's like screaming and he disappears out of nowhere. And then I look back at the window and the guy's gone. That's scary in itself. But later in the same book, right? Uh, like, and again, anyone who knows anything about the paranormal knows that if you see that guy, that spirit, like, that's a bad thing. Um, the stories that I've heard were that, that if, like, that guy is, like, a demonic entity that steals children, souls. And so reading that scared the shit out of me. I will say that. Um, for sure, that was, I think that is the most scariest story on this list because of the fact that it was so clear. Like, I can remember this instance, like this whole thing, so vividly still. I don't know why, but it was just such a vivid memory for me. And, like, I can still remember the what the kid looked like. I can still remember what the guy looked like. And I can feel the kid's fear to this day. Like, it was terrifying. Um, and more terrifying to find out later what that spirit means. And knowing that, like, that kid's spirit is, like, now gone. That even, that hurts me. I just realized. <laughs> Anywho, let's move on. My next story is called Blackjack. So, I used to have this cat, this black cat. My family doesn't like, never liked this cat, but I, I loved that cat so much uh he was 
I'm gonna cry if I like tell you guys how much this cat means to me but it was just the fact that <laughs> he was the scaredest cat I've ever met like any <laughs> anything scared him he he was afraid of outside he was afraid of his own shadow he was afraid of everyone and everything that existed but the only thing that he wasn't afraid of was me and I think that that's why he means so much to me oh <laughs> but there was this one night I still <laughs> I still kind of get mad at this situation um I'm still kind of salty about it but he did something to piss off my mom one of these one night and so she threw him outside <laughs> I'm not trying to cry but so she threw him outside and he he's never been outside before he was always an indoor cat because he was just so afraid of everything and that was the last time that I saw him really I remember like literally for a whole month after he ran away just like every day after school I would just sit outside screaming his name and it really hurt me <laughs> I'm taking off my glasses because I'm crying <laughs> But he was my favorite, and we moved out of that house, um, like, a few months later. <laughs> I was still hoping that he would show up, but it got to the point one night, well, one day, uh, after I moved, that I was just so upset that, like, he was gone, and I kind of, I kind of was like, you know, <laughs> he's probably not alive anymore. Like, we had coyotes all over the place in Nevada. So, that could have been a possibility. Also, there was this one day where I went to check the mail and there was a note on there that said, like, don't let your animals out because someone was going around poisoning them, which, fuck you to anyone who thinks that that's okay, but there, that's another possibility of what could have happened to him, but I remember sitting out on my back, in my backyard, and I was just like, I, if I, I prayed to God, because I was like, I just need to know that he's in a better place, I just, I need to know that he's safe and happy now and he's okay, you know? Like, I need to know that he's gone so I can stop grieving him, you know? And after I finished my prayer, this black cat appears in my backyard and it starts running and it looks exactly like Blackjack. And... It's, it runs across the yard, and right as it hits my, like, our barbecue area, it disappears. And in that moment, I knew 
that he was gone. And so that was kind of a happy moment for me to kind of let go. Um, the next story is called The Shadow. This one is a very short one. Uh, I was just watering in my backyard one night. Well, one day. I don't know why I keep saying night. Um, and in the corner of my eye, I see the shadow appearing over my neighbor's fence. Like a very misty kind of see-through, but kind of not shadow. I just see it in the corner of my eye. Um, and I s stay there for a second looking at it in the corner of my eye. And then I turn to look at it and it disappears. And <laughs> I call out to it. I'm like, really? You have to go and you're like, you don't have to hide. And I turn back to keep watering and it appears again in the corner of my eye. And then, so I look again and it disappears. So that was the shadow. Um, the next few, except for the one after this next one that I'm going to tell you, are all about the spirit that lives in my house. I call him Bob. I'm not sure his name is Bob and I'm not entirely sure it's a he, but he seems fine with me calling him Bob. So I'm just going to keep calling him Bob. I don't really care. So the next story is Bob and the headphones. This was the first time that Bob actually showed himself to me. Like not himself, but showed that he was actually there, you know, that like, because this couldn't happen. <laughs> this could not happen. I don't know. I don't know what to say. But okay. So it was one night I was listening to music through my headphones and I was done listening and so I took my headphones out and I threw them on my bed but I threw too hard and it goes between my bed and my wall because um, my bed's in the corner so it fell off my bed and down into a crevice and I say out loud because I mean I'm weird and I talk to myself. I say out loud, I'm like, well, I'm going to forget about those in the morning. And then I go on with my night and I go to sleep, what, whatever. I wake up and my headphones that fell between my wall and my bed are sitting on my nightstand, just sitting there. And I didn't realize that these were the same headphones that fell until that night I was like oh whoa wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> that's weird but I went on with my day I'm just gonna get all the Bob stories out of the way so okay so the next Bob story I didn't actually write this down but I just thought about this so one of my my mom gave me my dad's old um, Fitbit and I was going to try and see if I could take the bands from his Fitbit and put it on mine because mine broke, which it didn't work out. I'm just going to say that. 
but I couldn't figure out how to take the bands off of the Fitbit. I couldn't figure it out. I spent like the whole night struggling to do so. I could not figure it out. And it was pissing me off, so I just gave up. I was like, I can't figure this out. And I threw it somewhere on the floor. And I was like, I'm done with this. And I went to bed. And the next morning, the bands from the Fitbit were off of the Fitbit. Like, Bob took the bands off for me. And, which is funny, right? Because (laughs) when I figured out that he did that for me, I laughed. And then I was like, well, Bob, you forgot an important part of this situation. And I I showed him. I don't know if he saw it, actually, because I don't actually see Bob. He just does things while I'm asleep. I feel like he doesn't like being talked to. Um, he, he doesn't really like to show himself a lot. Um, but he, And why I'm not like bothered by him is because when he does come out, it's usually to help me out, which I really appreciate. Um, but I showed him my Fitbit and I was like, how am I going to get, like now that you did my dad's Fitbit for me, how am I going to get the bands off of mine to see? So I kind of laughed. I tried to get him to take the bands off of mine, but he wouldn't. So he was like, you're going to have to do that yourself, girl. The next Bob story is the Bob and the lights. Um, Again, helping me out. Um, It was one night and I turned off my lights before... Um, bed, but I had to go to the bathroom first, and I turned them off, and I was like, well, I probably shouldn't have turned those off. I said it out loud again, because then I'd have to walk to my bed in the dark and whatnot, and I'd, it was at a time where my room was messy, so I'd, like, probably trip over everything, so, but I didn't turn them back on. I don't know why I didn't, but I just didn't, because I didn't care enough, and so I went to the bathroom came back into my room, and my lights were on. Bob freaking turned my lights on so I didn't trip over my stuff, (laughs) which was super funny because I didn't have, like, my light switch is, like, really far from my bed. So I came in, noticed that the lights were on, (laughs) and I was like, ah, thanks, Bob. And I turned them back off and walked to my bed (laughs) in the dark. He's, he was probably like, are you serious, Jacqueline? Did you really just do that? Okay, so the next and last Bob story. This is the most recent one. Um, a not-so-nice um, story because this happened this month, actually. And so I think Bob was trying to play tricks on me and be like, it's spooky season, bitch. Get in line. Um, so usually when it's windy outside, my door will kind of like press in and like make a little noise, but it doesn't rattle, you know, but it will make like a little kind of clicking sound sometimes when it's like really windy outside. And it wasn't windy at all at this time. Like there was a little breeze, but not enough for my door to actually make that noise. But I was sitting in my room, 
and my door literally rattles like not just like a little press in a little click like it literally rattles and I look at it and I'm like really Bob you're trying to scare me now like what is this um and I'm like bet you won't do it again Bob and he didn't do it right away but I went to the bathroom and while I was in the bathroom my door rattles again there was no one on each side of the door my animals weren't around the door like there was no possible way that my door would rattle like that so I don't, I really don't know uh my parents are watching football, so I apologize for that. <laughs> the last story is called Ghost Face. This is probably my favorite story ever. Because you'll know. You'll find out. You'll 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 see. So me and one of my old friends were playing ghost games. Her and I were really obsessed with this stuff at her house and I had my Polaroid over there and so we thought it would be fun <laughs> to take Polaroid pictures of each other and I kid you not I can't I don't have the Polaroid with me but I did take pictures and I do have pictures of it um but a face appeared in one of my Polaroids and it pisses me off because, I kid you not, you could dead, dead ass. You can see the eyes, you can see the nose, you can see the mouth, you can see the hair in this picture. But I went to take pictures of the Polaroid picture to post on my Instagram and it kept blurring out. Like, it would not let me take a picture of my Polaroid, which pissed me off. I did the best I could. You could you could see the face a little bit in the picture, but it's not as, like, apparent as it is in real life. Like, it's crazy how... Ah, I just wish I knew where I put the Polaroid. Because it was fucking crazy how good this picture was. Oh, it's just the fact that I caught proof makes me so happy. Um, if you're interested in seeing that picture, um, I'll probably post it on my second Instagram. Um, so, or I'll make, and slash, I'll make a TikTok about it because I did tell my TikTok followers that I would make a video of it so you can find it on both of those platforms if you are interested in seeing the picture for yourself so anywho those are my stories um actual things that happened to me uh I'm curious to see if you guys have any experiences from your own life if you do let me know on any platform or I did make a web this is so off topic but I did make a website for my podcast and I do plan on making like blogs 
with it. I'll link it in this description. Um, you can actually comment on these podcasts, I believe, on that website. So if you are interested in letting me know if you guys have any stories, um, let's see if you can actually comment under this podcast on there for funsies. But other than that, I appreciate appreciate anyone who listened to this entire podcast. I know it was a long one. But yeah, thanks for listening. I appreciate all of you guys. Um, If you do choose to go to my website, go ahead and subscribe. It would mean the world to me. And yeah, thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have an amazing Halloween. And stay safe out there. Check your candy. Don't do anything stupid. Because I would miss you. Bye.